Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's go. Maybe a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Welcome to the PHNX Rising Show World Cup edition Mm. or World Mm. Cup Mm. season as we have it on our Mm. Twitter account. Uh, I'm Ramon Chavez joined by Max Simpson. I'm a lot more calmer than last time that we did this show because Mexico was playing. But now with the U.S. playing, I kind of want to throw it over to you to see how you're feeling after this this one uh, zero zero draw with England. Yeah, I mean, perspective's a crazy thing. You know, we drew against Wales 1-1, and I was incredibly downtrodden, sad, Mm -hmm. lamenting, exacerbated, all these synonyms, and it was the same result. Today, we play England, don't even score a goal, and... In the grand context of how the group is shaping out, I'm actually incredibly happy. Um, I think I think that um, England was the better team slightly mm. in the second half, but it's because U.S. was the far more dominant team in the first half. And really, yeah. if you look at the game overall, U.S. had their chances. I think they played better. I think they were a bit sharper. But this match, when you look at it all said and done, if England didn't win, that is a win for the U.S. because how this group is shaping up, but also... England has never beaten the United States. The streak continues. The streak continues. Average mediocrity. Let's go. 1950, 1-0, the U.S. shocked England. Mm -hmm. That was the first time they ever faced Mm -hmm. each other in a World Cup. And then 2010, infamous, right, the the 1-1 game. Uh, Clint Dempsey getting the goal for for the U.S. But let's let's talk a little bit more about this game. I was a little bit disappointed. You know, I know we're, you know, a lot of people are taking this as a positive result, which it is. You know, you get a point in the World Cup, super important. But I think everyone since the World Cup, you know, draw happened was circling this date on their calendar. Black Friday, U.S. versus England, soccer versus football. You know, (laughs) it it was going to be an insane. It's the Pringles commercial all over again. (laughs) Or the Lays, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I don't know. I, it kind of felt anticlimactic because I was expecting fireworks. I was expecting more offense, more, you know. And I think this is what I've been seeing in these games that have been 0-0 in this tournament, that a lot of coaches rather take the point, which is fine. I understand the philosophy behind it, than to go and, and have a great show and, and provide entertainment for the fans that are in Qatar and sitting at home. And I think that's what happened today. I think both coaches were like, you know what? We're okay with the point, right? Mm-hmm. All right, okay, let's not hurt each other. Okay, let's just figure things out in our last yeah. game. And I, and I think that was boring. You had millions of people watching. Some people were saying this was going to be the most watched uh, soccer match in, in U.S. history. And it should have been. If it's not, you know, I'd be really disappointed too. But who wants to watch this crap for 90 minutes, man? Yeah, I mean, listen, make no mistake. I'm very happy with the result. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about the actual game we just watched, it's kind of baffling. I mean, 
we'll talk about this a bit more, how this looks for the context mm. of the group. But Iran beating Wales 2-0. My condolences, Owen. I know our group chat's oh, been man, a little a little, a little, silent this morning. He was I supposed to check in, right, for the, for the show. Yeah. And he's like, fellas, But the I interesting thing it. is, you see that result if you're England and you know that you cannot, you can't win the group no matter what happens, this result. But you also can't assure yourself of even getting through. So you're thinking... I'm going to take it to the U.S. We have more of the talent. We just thumped Iran 6-2. And, okay, let's get a win. Let's give ourselves a cushion because you never know what's going to happen at the final day. And if you look at this game, England pushed forward a bit, but it's it's almost like they were the more reserved yeah. team. I think that the U.S. went a bit after it and mm -hmm. that they were the ones who was trying to get the dub. You look yeah. at this from U.S.'s perspective, same kind of thing you see that you couldn't advance or go through no matter what the result is today. You knew that after that Iran win, they controlled their own destiny. Mm -hmm. They could have gotten blown out today. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. U.S. wins. We'll get into this later. But U.S. wins this match against Iran. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We're through. So maybe it was them playing a bit more reserved. But it just made for a game where it was controlled primarily through the midfield. You had a couple shots here and there. But it was... You, with all the talent happening yeah. and with how built up this game was, it was a bit of a letdown from what we watched. Yeah, we want to be entertained. It's the World Cup, man. Let's see some fireworks. Let's take a look at the numbers right now from today's game because I don't think it tells the entire story. As you can see, the possession favored England 56% to 46. Uh, one shot on target for the U.S. I believe that was the, the Pulisic strike that hit the yep. post, which just had everybody going. And then England, you had uh, three shots on target. Uh, passing accuracy, 83% for the U.S., 87 for England, and then total corners, 7 to the U.S., and uh, 3 to England. So you look at those numbers, it, you know, you can kind of say, oh, well, England was taking control of the game. They're the ones that were, you know, pushing this game forward, and that was not the case. England really disappointed me with the amount of talent that they have. You know, Rashford, Foden stayed on the on the bench, which was crazy. That was, it's kind of like Gio Reyna staying on the bench for most of the yeah. game. And it's just and, – and you can't really explain it why so many talented players just can't come together. The drop-up from the Iran game to the U.S. game was incredible, you know, and that kind of tells you what type of team – England really is. Yeah. We we noted this from the start, that between both teams, there was only one change to the starting lineup, Haji Wright in for Josh Sargent. Mm -hmm. You're thinking that it makes sense. Both teams were pretty solid in the previous matchups. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You want to keep that continuity. Like, I had no problem with either team's starting lineup. But we all thought, okay, these guys are tired. It's going to be a very, very draining first half, which it was. So you're thinking, hey, we're going to see subs early and often and mm -hmm. maybe even right out of halftime. And I know that's something that you were kind of lamenting where it's like, hey, the managers missed the mark because, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you haven't pulled it up. But the first sub wasn't until, what, in the in the 60s, in the, in the you know, yep. from a minute perspective. And you thinking, like, you want to get this a little bit earlier. These guys are gassed. Mm -hmm. If we actually want to influence this game, let's get some guys going early. But I just didn't see it. Often enough, I mean, especially from the U.S. perspective, you're bringing on your first sub, your first sub in the what 70th minute, and I'm happy to see Gio Reyna in, but I just I want to see something a bit more yeah. urgency. This game was there for the taking, and honestly, from a U.S. perspective, guys look pretty gassed out there. Yeah, and I think that's the word urgency because you see these teams like Saudi Arabia, you see the team like Iran earlier this morning, where they're literally playing 
out there like their life depends on it and and they want the result because they know they need it and i didn't see that today and that's kind of disappointing because this is the world cup man this is where you lay it out all on the line you're supposed to go for the results you're supposed to you know impose your will in a way on these games and i feel like today it was kind of like and eh, you know we'll figure it out on tuesday we'll be fine and that's not that's not at least what i want to see you know i know a lot of people are okay with it but i'm not because if if you know for example tomorrow if mexico does that i'd be really really upset more than i'm upset now and uh if you were able to join us at uh four peaks earlier today for the watch along amazing time oh uh, so much fun packed so crowd fun. everybody was going and you could have heard me and the rest of the crowd there just Asking where the heck is Gio Reyna at, man? Uh, Why do you put him in in the 83rd minute to get two touches? And then what really bothered me was the last play of the game. You remember that? Yeah. You had the free kick on England's side, and you could see Greg Berhalter just say, Slow down, slow it down, down, go to the corner, and that's it. Come on, man. You don't want to see that. You don't want to see that at all, man. You again, again, I I really hope that this (laughs) morning's game didn't influence how the team played. And I think you might have seen it a bit of, okay, hey, we, there's three games out of this. Let's not completely tire ourselves yeah. out. But to me, you kind of split the difference of you keep your guys in long and you make your subs late. So mm-hmm. people are still tired out. Mm-hmm. But yet you still didn't really go forward in this game to at least give yourself a bit of the cushion. Uh, I mean, if, if you are I want I'll look at this from both perspectives. If you are the U.S., to me, in a really weird way, this is actually to me what I think you want from the last match of no matter what happens in the in the England-Wales game, you control your own destiny. You mm-hmm. must win against Iran. And I think if the U.S. goes into this last match, meaning, oh, well, you could have had a draw, like, it's okay. I think that's where they play horribly because then you kind of, oh, like, maybe we're a bit defensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't know what to do. I think because of how this table in Group B is stacking out, you have your backs against the wall. You need to go on your front foot. Iran has been vulnerable to teams who play um, with the ball like England. England mm. is very different than Wales. Um, still a bit of a shock this morning, but England plays incredibly offensively. They got that big result against them. Wales is a bit more hit on the counter. U.S., when they are playing with the ball, they can beat Iran. So I'm happy from it from their perspective. If you are England, you right now are sitting on four points and i mean look you're 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 chilling like right you're you're in a you're in a good spot mm-hmm. um I, I mean right like they're going to go through barring an absolute collapse of wales beats them and you know goal differential but mm-hmm. i mean you i don't know like i i just i favor how us is at right now and you're going to face a very hungry wales team and we'll we'll see what happens but i i'm yeah. i'm just just kind of baffled how both teams approach this one knowing what was at stake this is where you can't really look ahead and put mm-hmm. on your all your eggs into that last group stage basket and i think both of them really did yeah yeah and that's what it looks like so but here's the thing and then, you know i think it's one of the last things i'll say about this but the U.S., depending on that last game, if I'm the U.S., I'm not taking Iran lightly. We no. saw what happened today where, yeah, Iran, it, it took, like, what, 98th minute? <laughs> 90, 90, 98th and 99th. Yeah, I exactly. Yeah. But still, those guys, like I said, those guys are fighting, and they're going to keep playing. And when you're in that World Cup stage, man, anything goes, man. Like, you're, these guys are hungry. They're dangerous. They, they, have, they see kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel, and they're going to fight for it in their last game. So I don't want these U.S. players, even though and, – and I, and I think this is when they could get in trouble because they're young. Greg Barhalter doesn't – I haven't liked his substitutions this, uh, this World Cup, and that's where they could get in real big trouble if they don't take this seriously and get the, at least one point in, in order to move forward. But 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. They'll play on Tuesday, I believe. And so that's going to be the defining moment for this Group B. Uh, before we wrap up, like uh, Max was saying, four points for England. They lead the group right now. Three for Iran, USA with two, and then Wales at the bottom with one. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, I ran. Iran really messed this entire group up. I we're, feel so bad for we, Owen, man. Like, I even texted him. I was like, "Hey, man, that that sucks." I'm I mean, sorry. we're 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 in a, we are going into the final match day where there is not a single spot solidified. Anyone can finish mm-hmm. in like essentially any order in this group. It's absolute pandemonium. Uh, yeah. I do feel I do feel bad for Owen, but I mean, there is a there is a world where U.S. and Wales advance, um, that is and true. It's, it's crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, this game lot to say about it i think there's chances missed and i just i just would have approached it differently if i was the managers but we aren't um i will shout out our DraftKings king of the game it's kind of hard to pick one because these guys were kind of all over the place again kind of a meh game Mm -hmm. where it was really in the midfield but i will shout out walker zimmerman our DraftKings king of the game um i think especially him knowing that a lot of people were calling for him possibly even to not start this game because of last game's Mm -hmm. mistake he did have five recoveries i really didn't feel threatened you have that onslaught of attacking talent that england possesses and they just kind of bossed that back line right he had that one block where harry kane was clear on goal one of the best england's best chance of the game for sure Mm -hmm. um where harry kane was sitting 12 yards away and he just stood him up blocked him out love that um good passing out the back and again like you could have picked him you could pick tyler adams you could have picked matt turner um no one Again, I'm kind of splitting hairs between there was no one incredibly amazing on the U.S., but I'm going to give it to Walker Zimmerman as that redemption game, and he is our DraftKings king of the game. Yeah, I think he had a great bounce back game. He got, he did get a lot of heat for that mistake that basically gave uh, Wales the uh, the point there in the, uh, during their first matchup. But here's the thing with defending, man. Like if you mess up. <laughs> they're not going to look at that, that, anything that's else all, you that, did. You, you can be great for 89 plus minutes, Which but is what one, one mm-hmm. mistake that messed it up, and that's what we were kind of dogging on him for last yeah. game. Yeah, so great bounce back game. I think him and Tim Ream are working well in the back, yeah. um, you know, and we'll see if that can continue next game for mm-hmm. sure. But, yeah, Walker's in the man. Uh, DraftKings king of the game. Uh, and speaking of DraftKings, if you guys haven't downloaded the app, what are you waiting for, man? We got the World Cup going on. We got NFL. We got NBA. We got college football. Man, so many stuff going on. I can't even. Mm-hmm. I can't even keep track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you guys are new to the down uh, to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you guys can download the app now. Use P- uh, use code PHNX and place a five dollar bet on any NFL team this weekend to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. And that's only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply and you guys can check out the show notes for more details i, I still have my a couple world cup bets going that uh gosh it's, it's kind of looking a little dice i did pick us to come from behind and win at any point during this group st- uh during the entire world cup i would love that uh i mean i don't want to go down to iran but maybe <laughs> hey that's a heck of a time i thought it was gonna happen today yeah, maybe that's what lifts but, the fire on their bellies hey, man. Like, hey, we'll see what happens but uh, i did get a nice boost um you know it was minus 150 for us to score a goal today and through a just a nice boost by DraftKings, it got to plus 150 yeah, i put yeah. down uh put down some money unfortunately they did not end up scoring but hey uh DraftKings has been all over it with just some nice random promotions during this world cup still have martina uh Lar- Lar- 
Lorenzo Martinez with Argentina to win the Golden Boot. That one's still kind of tough, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, a lot of fun. We don't want to see any of those goals fun. tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, not right. what we're looking for. No, but a lot, <laughs> lot of fun a lot of fun betting. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, actually, I see Devin's comment. Max, where'd you get that scarf from? It looks fire. Well, let me tell you, my friend, that's it is right. Black Friday, is it not? So please, please, please. Anyone who wants to get a hold of this scarf, we also have some awesome shirts that I'm actually not wearing myself. Ramon has a nice PHNX uh, shirt as well. Producer Emma has a nice Sun Devil shirt. Wait for it. Uh, Let's go, folks, up, baby. <laughs> but hey, if you want to get your hands on any of these, head on over to the phnxlocker.com. You can save up to 90% off hold up 90 percent. that is a nine zero folks not a one nine a nine I heard there zero. were 99 cent shirts too. there were there were there are a couple 99 there cent shirts go. at least there were i mean hey we might have sold out but hey i think there's still some left you can get our scarf you can get our shirt all the great stuff there plus when you spend 75 dollars, you're gonna get a 15 dollars back i'm no mathematician but that's like you're getting money for free Bam. I love Black Friday because mm -hmm. I can get all my holiday shopping done in one sitting and one day. So if you guys got some, you know, PHNX fanatics, make sure or diehards, I should say. Oh, yeah. Um, go to our website, phnxlocker.com. Get your shirts um, and, uh, yeah, you know, gift them. They're really great. Gift. They're comfortable. I wear these all the time, you yeah. know, not just because I'm here in the office. So. Also, like, by the way, like, Devin, this scarf is fantastic because it's like it's from Roughneck Scarves, kind of we work through. It's nice and like kind of boom, a summer scarf. It's very nice, refreshing, but it also yeah, you compare this it's, to it's this also, one. This that one's, one's thick. thick. That's this a one's thick. thick. That's a it's that's hurt. a thick boy. But this one's a little bit lighter. I can wear it during the summertime, during the winter, all that stuff. Um, but hey, it looks nice, and I saw a lot of people holding it up mm -hmm. in Fort Beaks today. Um, I was say I know we got the video by the way. I do want to shout them out because the atmosphere there was just. In incredible man, Insane, we had we man. we Great had our we had our first U.S. watch party there on Monday. Mexico on Tuesday. There today, we're, we'll talk about it a bit later. But we're back there with um, Mexico Argentina tomorrow. Just a, just a fun time. I mean, the fans there, give it up to them. It was just like just just listen. <laughs> so catchy. All they really needed was like the drums and I'd get the party going, but I see they're using the table there. <laughs> I like my camera work where I'm just bouncing up and down with my phone. Hey, hey. No, but it was it was, it was great. It was it was fantastic. Like we had it was just packed to the brim and in the best way possible. Yeah. Like shout out Hannah, our server, by the way. She was she was working the entire section of like 80 I plus so people. Bad. I was it like, was hey, a madhouse. Like, <laughs> she was amazing. Props, respect. Yeah, yeah but, respect. Appreciate four peaks. Uh great, great service there per always. We were enjoying the three dollar wows and the kilt lifters and not just but also like i said tomorrow mexico argentina we are also going to be there that's right and we're doing our post game show there as well that is right and we're gonna have a special guest aiden quinn mm -mm -mm. will be joining us the first ever time that we've talked to uh, aiden quinn at least on the show and so very excited to, to get to interview him get to know him a little bit better and get his thoughts on the game hopefully with the get to get his thoughts on a mexican victory but yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens and uh yeah you know one of the best players that phoenix rising um has had and you know we're lucky to, to have him there in uh at four peaks a great time absolutely also shout out a new thing as well that i learned today is 
uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. I'm going to be making an appearance on PHNX Bets. Whoa. Shane and I, we're going to be live from Four Peaks doing some World Cup uh, bets and whatnot. So Oof. join us for that as Ooh. well. Ooh. Max, I'm really glad that you knew that because I was just about to tell you like, oh, hey, we're also doing bets there. Not sure <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah, you called me this morning. I'm like, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, oh, I thought you'd never ask. I would love to. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Crossover event. You can't miss it. Yes. But join us tomorrow. Um, again, as well final match of the group stage next week tuesday for the u.s versus iran and then wednesday mexico versus saudi arabia which depend i mean for us we already know it's pivotal depending on tomorrow goes it's gonna be very pivotal as well so join us for all of these that is right yes. that is right and i want to shout out everybody that's in the comments right now phx with the Aguilas uh, picture. I see that. Yeah, shout out to you. Uh, Josh Hunt, the legendary Josh Hunt. Yeah. Sly here. I uh, saw Devin there earlier in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us. I know this is not a regular time. We're yeah. a little bit earlier than usual, but always appreciate, appreciate you it. checking it out. Um, we've been away for a couple of days, um, so there were a few games that mm -hmm. happened. Um, let's take a quick look back at some of the games. Let's uh, start with Wednesday. We had Germany versus Japan. Did you get a chance to watch that one? Because so, it was, that was insane. I pick, I mean, if you recall our pre preview show, I picked Germany and Japan to both get out of the group. Mm -hmm. uh, Germany, it's looking a bit dicey after that one. But Japan, make no mistake. And yes, I'm biased because they beat the U.S. That was very much influenced by my decision. But they are no joke. This is the first time in... Oh, gosh, uh, they put it on the stat. I think it was like the last uh, 24 matches or something like that, that Germany took a lead and then lost. Like, first time in a while mm -hmm. that they gave up that type of lead. Japan just, man, they hang around. That touch at the end where you have that diagonal runner, the ball coming in over the top, just that feathery one touch, lead him in stride, and then goes Upper corner on it Manuel like Neuer. The oh my goal from it did. From, that's from, the first thought that came into my mind. I mean, honestly, man, it was that type of angle, and just mm -hmm. Manuel Neuer couldn't do anything about it. That was quite yeah. the dice up from that group, and that was yet another result of this World Cup that just kind of it, it. I don't want to say baffle because all these teams are talented, but you're kind of like every team can win. Yeah. There's no team that comes in so much that, like, as far as an underdog, that they can't stay around and get these victories. So, you know, except for Costa Rica. But uh, <laughs> but every other game has been great. Even the 0-0s have been great, even mm -hmm. though, you know, I'm not a fan of those. But I'm just saying, like, it, this may be the year of the underdog, man. Like, yeah. you never know. Because these teams are, are suffering, um, and you never know what can happen. So, uh, speaking of uh, Costa Rica, 7-0 <laughs> against Spain. That was an early game. So once I saw 4-0, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to take a quick nap. Cause <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, – okay, here, here's a fun game. Um, the average viewer – the average team usually somewhere in the neighborhood of three to 400 passes per game. Do you know how many Spain had? I want to say like 600. More. More. Jesus. Seven. More. Eight. More. Nine. More. No way. A thousand passes? More. <laughs> 1,073 passes. Um, oh that's a lot of passes strung together. No and I always get things confused. It's uh, not Pedri. Uh, what's Gavi. It? Gavi, thank you. 17 years old, the youngest goal, goal scorer since Pedri. My word. Uh, that is absolutely insane. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. insane. Like, the talent. Just absolute talent. We see Josh, huh? He's a España aficionado. <laughs> when you have, when you have Morata scoring, you yeah. know it's been a good game. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that midfield, even though they're really young, man, it kind of is reminiscent of uh, Xavi and Iniesta, you know, and then the passing, the technique, the composure in the midfield, which is rare, man. Like when And Spain just happens to have two of the most talented, uh, you know, teens uh, in this World Cup. And then one of the mind-blowing stats, you know, for me is that Come 2026, Gavi's only going to be 22 years old. It's insane. I mean, they have a core. Jesus, like, like Spain, I think for so many years, they rolled out these older teams. And then mm-hmm. it's, well, who's going to be the next generation of guys? And you have just a midfield yeah. a midfield, and some of those attacking trios like a Dan- like a Danny Olmo and guys like that who they're just young. Like you have them in, not even in the prime yet. That's the scary part. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was um, a crazy result. And then that, uh, that once they finished off with Belgium versus Canada. Look. Canada should have won that game. Belgium, I was not impressed. <laughs> I picked them to go all the way to the final, but they just look so old, and Kevin De Bruyne just didn't look great. And if he's not great, I don't think any of the other team is going to function. So Canada should have won that. Best performance that I've seen, at least from a losing team yeah. this World Cup. So hopefully they can get on the board I, next. I mean, next it's crazy. I mean, you know, it, it's crazy. That's why we they uh, the midfield trio of the Udas. Yeah, the should have, coulda, and woulda. You know, they man, we we thought that they were gonna. You know, this is why we can't predict these things. You know, Canada was the better mm-hmm. team, and you know, Alfonso Davies. Alfonso Davies took a penalty. He has never attempted a penalty for Canada. Jonathan David, your number nine, mm-hmm. has not, is nine for twelve in his career on penalties for Canada. Yeah. I know Alfonso Davies is your captain. He is your poster child. Why would you? Why? Like, no. you, you got to put the moment aside and think, who is my guy? And it was not a good pen. It was not, it was a, not good a good penalty. pen. Yeah, I know you have Thibaut Courtois, who is 6'6 with arms. But, you know, it was just not a great look. And really disappointing for Canada, who yeah. I picked them to get out of the group. It's still very possible. But that is a very tough result, considering what else is going on in that group. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll keep an eye on them. Hopefully they can at least get some points. It's been, it's what, 36 years since they last played? Uh, Mexico 86 was the last time uh, Canada was able to go to the World Cup. So you definitely want them to do well. Uh, let's talk about yesterday's game. Uh, Switzerland got a, a goal against Cameroon, got that victory. Uruguay, South Korea, disappointing game. Uruguay, just not one of the teams that I picked to be a dark horse. Dark horse, they looked really bad, mm-hmm. man. South Korea as well. So hopefully they can get that going. But the last two games of that day were pretty interesting. Portugal, Ghana, and then you have Brazil, Serbia. So let's start with that Portugal, Ghana. Of course, whenever Cristiano Ronaldo is involved in any capacity, uh, it's going to be a great game. Something. <laughs> but Portugal, I don't know, man. A lot of questions after that game. Yeah, um, not a overwhelmingly convincing force they have the talent in spades yeah. i i mean that pen i think is soft very very soft i don't I've think seen that a lot i don't think i was a pen like i get he's running full speed and yeah he had a little tap da, 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 like he got the ball whatever yeah. but anyway ronaldo buries it ghana you know answers and it was just kind of a, a game that was a lot closer than you would have thought especially when they go up 3-1 you're thinking mm-hmm. this is done and dusted but portugal's defense really leaky and then yeah. i mean that end where we didn't even see it from the camera angle. I mean, they were doing a replay or panning to what? the crowd or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just hear the announcers freaking out and it's like, what's going on? Yeah. And then you flash back and it's, Oh, this guy, he did the classic. I'm just going to hide behind the keeper. He's going to put the ball down and I'm going to sneak up behind him. And try to tap slipped. it in. He was so, I mean, he's probably thinking in that moment, like, Oh boy, Oh boy, Oh boy, Oh boy. And then he just, I, I don't know. He kind of bit moments too big yeah. because so much adrenaline's going through you. 
Yeah, it was an insane <laughs> game, man. And and it really took until the 65th minute when that uh, penalty happened to kind of open up the game. And I think that's sometimes what you need in, in these situations because we've seen a lot of 0-0 this World Cup. That it's kind of, you know, kind of boring. I, you know, it's hard to sit through 45 minutes maybe and 60, 75 minutes of nothing, you know. So when the game opens up like that, it just becomes really fun, you know, and you get entertainment. Um, but, yeah, uh, Ronaldo, Jao Felix, and Rafael Leao able to score for um for Portugal. Let me ask you about the celebration though from Ghana. The, he did the the uh, what's his name uh, Bukhari. He did yeah. the uh, the Sue. Sue right in front it. of Ronaldo I, once he was on the bench. What are your thoughts on that? I absolutely love it. I mean, listen, these <laughs> these guys have. I, I'm not sure how old he is, but I'm sure a lot of players around the world have been either looking up to Ronaldo or they seeing his celebration yeah. for years and like. Dude, I just think that's the ultimate form of trolling. You're using your opponent's classic finisher against him. You gotta him. do it better than that. You look like he, a toad. He held, or he held it like... a bit, and he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do the whole like stance and plant it in the ground as much as Ronaldo yeah. does. But like, I love the, the gamesmanship. Like, yeah. good on, good on him. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> imitation is the form of the sincerest yeah, form, it is. right? Yeah, it is. Um, and then a couple of other games. The early. Oh, actually, let's talk about the Brazil game because that was insane. You know, um. I was. This oh was my during word. my Thanksgiving dinner, so yeah. I didn't catch a lot of it. But I did catch that Richarlison goal. Insane, man! How that, do you even think about doing that? I mean, listen, he plays for Spurs. Are we really? <laughs> are we really that surprised? No, but he. I mean, listen, he's got that dog in him. Mm. You know, he he is a true out and out number nine for Brazil for Spurs. He kind of plays that hybrid, like sometimes a wing, sometimes he's a, a striker, but. He was tenacious all game. He was that's why he goes. I put him in over Jesus even before the lineup was announced. I'm like, you gotta put him in because he's the one that presses. He works incredibly hard and he makes those runs in the box that like he has a nose for goal. Mm -hmm. Unlike anyone on that Brazil team. Like, yeah, Neymar, like all the attacking talent that they have, but there is no one who they hunt for those scrappy balls, unlike him. And when he popped up with that. Bicicleta. I mean, not a full bicicleta, but it was still incredible. Kind of like a scissor kick. You, kinda, you, yeah. you think like that man has the presence of mind to do this? Oh my word! Just yeah. so cool, so cool. That's that's an amazing. I mean, honestly, that is a. When I saw that, I'm thinking in terms of quality. That's like a. Um, James type goal. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. 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 yeah that was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And that's just the, you know, the first game for Brazil. So I'm sorry, Serbia had to take the, the punches in that opening game for them, but I don't think they looked that, you know, bad either. But when you're just facing Brazil, man, that's, it's insane. Uh, a little bit of bad news in regards to the Brazil squad. Uh, I believe Danilo is out for a few games and Neymar as well for yeah. the rest of the group stage. So he did suffer a knock there. So you won't be seeing him. At least until the group stage, uh, if Brazil is able to make it. So, uh, really fun games, man. It's just, uh, it's it's so many games. It's four a day, which is a lot more, or and it's an extra game than we usually get. So, I, I mean, the crazy the crazy thing is, is you think this is the last World Cup where it's gonna you're gonna have your eight teams of four, and then next World Cup when it expand in 2026, when it's here in North America, in USA, Canada, and Mexico, it's going to expand to 48 teams and you're going to have 16 groups of three. And I say that because, I mean, you're you're going to go from three matches in your group to two. So I think a bit of caginess in this opening round of fixtures in these groups, look for the rest of these groups, the second match day, and especially the third, 
to really open up because like this first one, you're kind of feeling it out. See, we're going to be in the position of the group. Mm -hmm. You have to go for it, especially these teams. You're sitting on zero or one points. You're going to have to push more. And I think we're going to see a lot more scoring. I mean, we've already had four zero zero draws, which is already outpacing the last World and Cup. Most of them have been lot. really good. Most of them right. have been really good. I'll, I'll give them that. But yeah, zero zero draws. You don't want to see that in the World Cup. We only had two, I believe. In I think it was only two. Yeah, yeah. we're already at four, if I'm not mistaken, after uh, this, yeah. you know, England, U.S., yeah, so no more of those. But, uh, yeah, the games ain't stopping, and uh, we ain't stopping. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because tomorrow we're going to be at Four Peaks over there in Tempe hosting uh, the watch-along of Argentina versus Mexico. That's You saw how bad I was last game. As far as I had a mental breakdown there for a minute <laughs> because of that penalty. But San Memo Choa came on through. But tomorrow it's going to define a lot of legacies because – if Argentina lose tomorrow and Mexico is somehow able to get the victory, this pretty much seals it for Argentina. And that may knock them out of the World Cup, which is absolutely who, who would have thought about that, you know, before yeah. the, the World Cup started. So and if Mexico get the win, that would be their first win over Argentina in an official competition since 2003. Wow. That's, they've only that's they've crazy. only beaten them that one time in official competition. So, wow. A lot of riding on this game. Uh, of course, Mexico. uh Got the 0-0 uh, the draw against Poland. Uh, Lewandowski was not able to get that uh, penalty kick past Memo Ochoa. Me of course, we all know what happened in Argentina against uh, Saudi Arabia. So it's an insane group right now with Group C. So we can only see what's going on. And I want you guys to be there with us. So make sure to get the early... Uh, they're going to be opening up at 11, right? Or a little bit earlier? Oh, I think, I mean, it's, I, I, I have been informed they might be opening a little bit earlier okay. as well. I mean, today they opened up, I think, at like 8 o'clock for, mm. you know, day after Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. pose, uh, a little boozy brunch action that they had. We didn't, I didn't buy anything from their menu, but it looked pretty it looked awesome. pretty good. I just kept so. seeing the plates going by. So we want you guys to join us there. It's going to be a great time. So, yeah, if you guys have rsvp on eventbrite if you guys are listening to us right now make sure to get there early as you can get your table get your seat so that way you got the best view um of that mexico argentina game and you know i'm gonna be loud man I, i'm gonna bring in my whole squad man it's gonna be insane so you saw I me last time imagine it. that times 10 it's gonna be insane it's gonna whoa, be a good time whoa. uh and also you guys can enjoy beer specials giveaways uh of course we're gonna have Aiden quinn there for our post game show three dollar kilt lifters and um wow's wheat pine so a lot of stuff going on there um and it's gonna be a great time and also you know, not to mention the 22-foot screen. Let's go. <laughs> That's Let's go. there. So great time. Great time. Hey, wait. Uh, if you're drinking yes, the beer, you do have to be 21 years or older. Oh, that's true. Purchase. Thanks. Remember. Remember. Thank you, Producer Emma. 21 <laughs> years older to enjoy um, over there at Four Peaks, all the beer that they got. All right, Max. feel like I've been talking a lot. Anything else we want to we wanna discuss? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have anything to because I will say we I was scrolling Twitter because, I mean, it's always fun. There's always the updates and everything like that. And yeah. the randomest thing I was looking at, you know, we're putting out a lot of Black Black Friday stuff. All of our accounts are going pretty active. And I look over at our PHNX underscore Cardinals fans, you know, football and football. And they tweet out J.J. Watt wearing a U.S. men's national team, you know, little sweater. And look who replies, the U.S. men's national team with a little fist Pow! Right there in the replies. I just thought that was kind of cool. It's shout like, out to JJ, man. Shout he, out JJ. He's the Wall, coolest like, my, like, football player, man. Not just Cardinals player, like NFL player, man. I, I mean, he's all. I mean, he's he's also married and has a kid with. Um, oh my gosh. Um, NWSL. Oh my gosh. Why am I blanking on her name? Please. Ooh, uh, Ertz. No, 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 no. Never mind. Oh, no. I'm going to no, get roasted. I just want to see you struggle now. Stop it. Ah, uh, Google, help <laughs> well, me. Let me just type help it me. Help me. I know it's you. That's the worst part, Wife. too. But anyway, yes, she is. He's. 
Oh yeah, uh, Kelia. Well, of course, of course, go, of course. course. I'm... The disrespect. Okay, I listen. I remembered. I'm not great with names. We know this. Maximilian. Oh shoot, she uses Ju- my fake. Julie Ertz is also a soccer player, by the way. That's why I thought of it. Well, yeah, Zach, yeah, Zach Ertz. There you go. Yes. Anyway, okay. Listen, I remembered as much as Both I can. Both of you anyway. guys. Okay. We're hey, trying here. Uh, uh, <laughs> listen, I, I, I have the presence of mind to at least think of it. Goodness, uh, a lot of emotions. It's a glass case of emotion. Um, I am speechless. Well, I mean, clearly not because you're talking. Anyway. Fuck you. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, speaking of Cardinals <laughs> players being cool as fuck, um, I want to shout out D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it on social media, but he went out yesterday uh, on Thanksgiving. He went to UMOM, which is a women's shelter up there in East Phoenix. And uh, he, I know this is not soccer related, but he handed out a lot of food with some people from uh, Bacanora. So this is it's a Mexican restaurant. Might have seen on uh, HBO's Hard Knocks for the Arizona Cardinals. But it's just shout out to him. And I love when players like J.J. Watt represent what's going on. And <laughs> think, think U of A or yeah, ASU went up right now. But um, but anyway, yeah, I just like when players are involved like that in the community and also what's going on in their country like J.J. Watt. So shout out to them, man. Great stuff to see, especially coming from the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a, there's a lot of yelling, uh, almost primarily from Saul. Can you please update us what happened? Um, I think that's well, all of Saul. Currently, but. it is 14 ASU, 17 U, or yeah, 17 U of A, mm-hmm. and we just made a fucking money play. Oh, Woo. Yeah, let's so go. That's, that's probably that why. sounds about right. <laughs> um, yeah, man. No, it's uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty good over here. All I'll say is is a interesting game we just watched. Trying to oh, should get a little fist bump from Emma. Back there, um, yeah, very interesting match. Um, I mean, again, a non-victory from England is a win from us. All lies in our hands, exactly where we want to be. Yeah. Uh, I, my attention now goes to you, and tomorrow is going to be freaking fun as heck, man. How yeah. I like, like, I know Mexico. It's a massive match, but like, we get to watch Lionel Messi. It's a massive pivotal game. It's. This is what we want, man. A yeah. little messy Saturday for you. Yeah, I mean, I want it to be a messy Saturday for Messi hey, because, hey. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be needing a bunch of OGs. I'm gonna need, needing my my nice. nerves to be calmed down because, like, if you guys saw me over there at Four Peaks during the polling game, I was a total wreck. But um, it's gonna be a great time, you know. Regardless of the result, I have a lot of friends coming, a lot of uh, people here from PH Nights Rising that watch us. Um, some of the crew here from the office hopefully can make it, but. It's going to be a great game, and that's what the World Cup is all about. These games, these moments that are you're going to you're going to remember with the people that you know you love and you uh, enjoy spending time with. So it's going to be a great time over there at Four Peaks. Uh, so if you can, make sure to join us 12 p.m. Like we said, get there early if you can, because otherwise you might be standing uh, for <laughs> for some of the game. But uh, yeah, hopefully I can keep it on the wraps, man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be a well, sweating bullet. And, and I was gonna say, I know um, the beautiful thing about World Cup is that even if you're not a diehard soccer fan, or even you don't support a team super hard internationally, whatever, yeah, it's for everyone. It's for the neutrals, for everyone. And I mean, my one of my favorite things is seeing our fans join us and just being along for the ride. Uh, Chris. One of the diehards. She is awesome. I and mean, she's been to every single watch party so far. And yeah. she snapped a photo of Ramon and oh, I. No. And I mean, if this <laughs> if this doesn't perfectly capture just like the the absolute nervous energy of what's going on. And like Ramon is dialed in. He doesn't even have a stake in this game. But if, if, if I care, man, you do that, care, that you was, do care. But it, I mean, I get it. Mexico is your team. But like yeah. if that doesn't define like I'm chewing my fingernails down to the dang bone. Ramon <laughs> is like giving the look of like, hey. Like I'm dialed that in was, here, that was people. Bad, but yeah. if that doesn't absolutely define what it's all about, what we're gonna see tomorrow, I 
I love it. Like that's yeah. it's this is why we love this game. We yeah, really do, man. For sure, for sure. And shout out to Chris and Charles for joining us. Sarah was a good time with them. So yeah, come on out. You know, we can have share a beer. Uh, not share a beer, but have a beer together <laughs> uh, and just have a good time there watching the games. But uh, speaking of OGs, if you guys haven't yet, make sure to check them out online, ogsbrands.com. And as always, you can check them out at your local dispensary. They got all types of flavors. They got the tropical. They got the pineapple. The sleepy time. Basically, whatever you're looking for, they got it, man. So make sure to check them out. And remember, guys, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Well, you hope that Lionel Messi sleeps a little, uh, a couple of OGs, you know what I mean? Uh, a little sleepy time, fall asleep yeah, uh, on the pitch. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll <laughs> ship some over to Qatar. <laughs> oh, man, it's been a great show. Thank you, Max. Uh, we will be back, um, like we said, tomorrow on location at Four Peaks. We're going to be uh, speaking to Phoenix Rising midfielder Aiden Quinn, man. Oops, that's crazy, man. We get all this access to the Phoenix Rising players, and they come out, and they want to come out and hang out with us because we're a good time. So Let's go. All right, y'all. That is it from us here. We will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, I will be able to make it to the post-game show. Uh, but until then, take care and have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com